1: We are breaking down all aspects of Yankee baseball. This is the Bronx Pinstripe Show with your hosts Andrew Rotondi and Scott Reinen. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bronx Pinstripe Show. Today, we are previewing the Baltimore Orioles. I'm joined by Eric RDT. I said that correctly, I believe. I yeah, think I, yeah, I, I i meant to ask you beforehand and I know I did this last year when you were on to videos. What's up, Eric? How you doing?
2: Good, good. Um, as we were just talking about off air, I'm 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 I got MLB Network on. The M- MLB the show comes out tonight, like you know, a month ago. We thought that it was a doomsday situation. We weren't gonna get baseball. We have it. It's it's very close. I mean, we're a week away now, I guess. When you're today would have been the day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I'm very excited. Um I it, it's going to be I think it's going to be a very fun year just across the sport in general. So I'm I'm very excited that baseball is we're we're within striking distance.
1: Yeah. I even even for fans of the Orioles. I'm I'm not here to shit on on the Orioles. Uh, but, no,
2: come on, but, you can do it. Everyone else does. It's fine.
1: No, but it's like <laughs> it, it's like yeah, you you're not making the playoffs this year. There's no there's no delusions of of you making the playoffs this year, but you're still pumped up for the season and Seems like the Orioles have, I mean, two top six prospects in baseball, depending on the rankings that you go by. That's gotta be what all of you Orioles fans are eyeing this year, is, is how how the young kids progress and do those top prospects materialize.
2: Yeah, I mean, for sure. I know I'm again like like this time last year when I was on the show, I'm pretty sure if you rewind it, I'm saying the exact same stuff, but it was like we're gonna pay attention to the kids in the minors. And now it's like, hey. They're graduating up here. So we're going to see Adley Rutschman again. Number one or two prospect. If you want to call him the t- number two prospect, that's fine. I know I think MLB pipelined it or what one of those lists. Um, you know, number two prospect, Grayson Rodriguez, like you said, was high as, as six. I mean, he's arguably the best pitcher pipeline, in, in you know, yeah. in the minors. Um,
1: pipeline has him at six. If, yeah, yeah,
2: which and again, I mean, he's he's pretty highly rated. I know Keith Law was kind of down on him. Um, but it, it, they got Colton Kowser. they got D.L. Hall they, they have guys who we're going, we may not see Colton this year But D.L. Hall we're going to see um, So again, last year we were talking About, we're excited But that was more for the minor league season Again, as as dumb and as loserish As it sounds to say this on a Yankees podcast Like, we were excited About the kids in the minors And because again, that that was the future Those kids are graduating, they're taking the step up They're They're in the major league camp You know, in spring training and stuff like that Those are guys that we're going to see this year um Adley would have been I, I mean he would have been the opening day catcher if not for the triceps injury that was two weeks ago from this Wednesday so he was on a two to three week timetable I see no reason to rush him at all you know again I mean I've seen we've seen Matt Weeders get Tommy John in, in 2014 um when he was having his best start of his career um there's no reason to rush a guy like Adley again if he wants you know if they're gonna You you play with him with kitty gloves. That's fine. Um, He'll be up. A lot of these top guys, and I tweeted it the other night. I'm looking at their prospect list now. I think. Let me see. One, two, three. This is a great podcast. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, eight (laughs) of their top ten. (laughs) Eight of their top ten prospects. (laughs) um mlb has their eta is 2022 or 2023 so again that's my next question they've they've got the horses and and it's gonna be it's gonna be like a just a rush of talent coming in and again names like adley grayson Gunnar henderson is is a young guy but he could be up soon dl hall kobe mayo is shooting up you know these these lists kyle stowers guys like that kyle bradish who's a guy who a lot of Orioles fans didn't really know who he was three weeks ago. And people yesterday were flipping out because they reassigned him to, to triple camp because he pitched so well, um, you know, during spring training. So it's, it's an exciting time. And like you said, we're, they're not going to make the playoffs. They're not going to sniff 500, but we're going to see a lot of these young guys come up and, and make their MLB debuts. And, and again, I mean, it's, they're laying the groundwork for, cross your fingers 2024 playoffs you know 2025 right. you know again playoff run 2026 <laughs> it seems like it's so far away but they're, they're setting the groundwork for that now
1: i mean it's not far away i feel like it was just 2017 it's it's boom, crazy too here we because are. it's 22 this it's,
2: it's it's this is the 10-year anniversary well, it's going to be of the 2012 season where the orioles you know came out of nowhere and made that wild card run before losing to the yankees and i'm just like man that was 10 years ago and then i'm like Holy shit! The Delman Young, you know, double was eight years ago. Like this, that's insane. This is nuts. So yeah, I mean, t- COVID, t-
1: COVID has warped all of our perceptions of time. It just feels like the last two years have been sucked from us.
2: Absolutely, yeah. I mean that that's a perfect that's a perfect way to sum it up.
1: But it's like I I still I still not to bring up Cashman's comments. I don't know if you saw Cashman yeah. still blaming the Astros for yeah. for the Yankees losing in seventeen. But like that seventeen season taking all the extra stuff out of it. Like I loved that year for a lot of the same reasons that you're talking about. Just they, I mean, the Yankees ended up overachieving, but we were eyeing Judge and Sanchez and Severino and their come up. And and in and of itself, that was just exciting to watch and, and sort of get behind some young talent and watch them progress. So yeah, it's not silly for you to say, and it can happen quickly. Look what the Blue Jays did. Mm-hmm. It's like they sucked. And then they have Vlad and Bichette And all these guys come up, and then overnight, their lineup is freaking sick, and you add a few veterans, and you add a couple of of arms, and some projections have them winning the AL East now. So it can happen quickly if the talent pans out.
2: Oh, absolutely. And I mean, again, I I like to think back to, I think it was the 20, the year, what year was it that that the Cubs made? I guess it was twenty fifteen when the Cubs were. They were like, "Oh, the Cubs are going to be good." You know, they're going to be good. When this they lost year. to the Mets. And yeah, and then and then it's like, "Oh, they got really good, got yeah. hot, lost to the Mets." And it was it was kind of just like it was a year. I feel like they were a year. People Early. were like, "Next year, next year they're going to be really good." And obviously, they went to the World Series. I believe that next year, twenty sixteen. That when they yep, lost. that's the when year?
1: they that's when they beat the former Cleveland.
2: Yeah, the Guardians. Baseball sorry. Team. And so yeah, it's like they they were kind of they. They had expectations, and they kind of blew them out of the water the next two right. years. Um. So yeah, I mean, and I, I'm I'm going on record now. I think the Blue Jays win the division. I think they're. Oh yeah. I think they're going to be unreal. <laughs> like they're they're going to be very very good.
1: I mean, I th- yeah, I could see it shaking out. Any of the four teams finishing in any order. People are shitting all over the Rays. I'm like, this team won 100 games last year. We've they done this for to win years. We've got 90- to stop. <laughs> Every year, they're like, no, Tampa's got nothing. And 97 wins later, you're like, oh, mm. I guess Tampa figured it out. Yeah, they always freaking figure I, it out.
2: I, I used to always like crap on Pakoda when it was like, Pakoda projects them, you know, <laughs> it, you know, 95 wins. And I'm like, these bums, they don't know anything. Like, who's this Kevin Kiermaier, dude? And then, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, Joe Madden has him sleepwalking into – yeah. You know, they got ninety five wins with two weeks left in the season. You're like, oh, this team's a wagon.
1: Okay. They have the most insane pitching depth. Every single guy that they call up has a ninety-nine mile an hour fastball with a devastating slider <laughs> yep. and no one on the Yankees can touch it. And there's like nine of them in the bullpen. Yeah. And, and it's so like, it's just every year it's it's with them. I'm never counting them out.
2: It's like I've always said like, I don't understand why someone doesn't go to the Rays pitching staff pitching scout and just hand them a blank check and say come on like bring it on yeah. it's like it's a different sport but the Steelers with wide receivers and the Rays with pitchers it's un- they could take anyone and it's like oh by the way you're going to be an all-star in two years you're going to be a Cy Young you know candidate in three years and, and then we gonna we'll trade you, you. <laughs> and then they're we're going to get all these prospects and they're going to be better than over. you are and it's like I I, I don't understand it I don't Again, God forbid if they figure out that they're actually like allowed to spend a decent amount of money, they're gonna be the Dodgers of the East. That's like,
1: why the 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 news that they were the Freeman Freeman contracts, I'm like,
2: <laughs> oh my god. It's like don't let them know that you can develop pitchers <laughs> and spend money on free agents. It don't tell them that. They're gonna fr- they're gonna freak out. They're gonna lose. I mean, it, it and and I, I I never thought it was gonna happen
1: because it would just be too ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But like all of a sudden you add Freddie Freeman. MVP bat in that lineup. Yeah. You're like, well, what the hell are we doing at this?
2: He's point? he's that like veteran leader in the clubhouse who you know Wander is gonna love and and they're gonna have all those guys. So yeah, I mean, I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if any of the, like you said any of the four teams except for the Orioles finish in any which way, any order. Um, I just think the Blue Jays are just. I I think they're very good and and I mean you know they they lost Ray but they added Gossman and a couple other arms. Um, well, uh, another
1: thing that. I know Yankees fans are concerned about is the vaccination status and guys we like, we don't know still like it got reversed in New York city. So every, everyone's going to be able to play in New York city, but like there's rumors that potentially judge and some other key players are not vaccinated. And that's nine games in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And I know the Red Sox have a number of players. Chris sale, I believe is very openly publicly not vaccinated. So it's like the the blue Jays, like as sick as it is to say could have like a built-in advantage there if they're just like anytime they play teams at home they're gonna have maybe potentially a couple players missing because of a vaccination status so like i don't know that could play a factor if we're talking about a game or two in the
2: division i mean that's that's the ultimate home field advantage and again like people you could say whatever you want like the blue jays play by the exact same rules as as everyone else so like all their guys again they've they've bought into it and and I don't really like Michael Irvin again going back to another sport but he said it before the NFL season and not you know not not to drive a vaccine mandate or whatever but Michael Irvin said listen if you're not vaccinated you're not doing everything you can to win a championship and I think that's 100% true like I, again I don't, I don't understand how Aaron Judge can stand up in a locker room or a clubhouse and say guys I'll do anything for this team you know I will I will bleed I will do whatever it takes to win a championship Except that. And like, yeah. I know the the Orioles, I think they said they're like, I think they only have like two or three guys. And the, if it's two of the guys, I'm thinking of one guy's a pretty good player. The other guy is a bum pitcher who may not even be on the team come, you know, August. But, you know, they, they've lucked out with that. And again, it's going to be very interesting to see again if there's a, a game in Toronto where, I mean, if, if you're the, the, the Jays and you're going, we don't have to face Judge. We don't have yeah. to face... I, I, just so, take him out of the lineup. That's fine. Sure.
1: Yeah. And again, been... I, I
2: don't know the other ones, but man, again, talk about a home field advantage. They, they got it. They, they, they're gonna. That, that could be the deciding factor. And could you imagine the radio shows, the talk shows, the, the, the back pages if the Yankees lose a wild card spot by a game, half game, or something like that? Oh, it's like.
1: You go, you, I, I, don't, I don't have the Yankee schedule by heart, but it's like you're playing Toronto in late August or September mm-hmm. and you're a game out. And then Judge has just got to ride the pine for three days. Yeah, it's he's like, going like to be like, he couldn't even travel. He couldn't even travel there. And there's rumors. Uh, I've already talked about some on, on this show. Potentially Cole, not vaccinated. Potentially wow. Higashioka. I didn't, I didn't know that one potentially higashioka not vaccinated rizzo even though he said it's not going to be a problem he didn't actually say i am vaccinated yeah he
2: gave the aaron Rodgers like wink yeah. wink nudge nudge
1: yeah um, he, he immunized surprised or whatever. He,
2: that, that was a surprising one because of the cancer and stuff like that
1: yeah and listen i i'm not here to shame anyone for their personal choices like frankly you do you but like when it is you know you're affecting your teammates and and a high-profile organization like a baseball team that's worth billions of dollars and the industry is worth billions of dollars it's like do what you got to do to to get on the field and follow the rules mm-hmm. um i mean that that's been my take on it the whole time and yeah it's gonna aaron judge is gonna face massive criticism if he's not on the field in a close playoff race because he's not vaccinated
2: i mean god forbid you guys are in a in, in the one game wild card for, versus Toronto. In toronto could you yeah. i mean that would be that would be <laughs> unbelievable the, Unbelievable. The, that, would, uh, I, that would be one of the biggest baseball stories yeah. in a long, long time. And again, I mean, I could only imagine where, you know, here's Aaron Judge and, you know, there's some drone flying over his house and, you know, or it's in his apartment <laughs> in the city or something like that. Like, you can't come back from that, though. Like, no, even if no, your team wins,
1: you can't come back from
2: that. That's like a full-on, like, I, we uh, mutual agree. It's, a, it's like the, yeah. uh, I was going to say Kyrie, but that's obviously been fixed. But, like, it's yeah, it's got to a point where, like, Hey, this 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 is not this professional relationship cannot go on because, right. you know, and it's like you got to trade him to a National League team, so he's not, you know, coming back to that ballpark a bunch. But
1: I mean, I, I've said this also, not to repeat myself a number of times. I haven't said it to you. Uh, That's. I'm wondering if that's why the whole contract extension with the Yankees and Aaron judge is being held up is because mm-hmm. he is not vaccinated. And they're like, we're not giving you a contract extension. If you're not going to be playing nine games, f- we know you're not playing nine games against a potential team that we're fighting in the division for.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I know that, you know, that was the talk with the story stuff. What was that? Probably last week. I guess they said that yeah. that was kind of a, a held up the, the contract. contract. He eventually agreed to it. Um, yeah. I mean, again, you got either that or they're like, Hey, we're going to prorate your contract. You know, we're going to take those nine games out. Here's." Here's how much you're missing. Here's here's yeah. the number. But you know.
1: it's the impact of not having him on the field for those nine games is way more than the huge million and it, and a half like you, bucks or whatever it's going to be. And
2: like you said, mid September, late September game, you need you need to take two out of three, and Judge is sitting at home. Like good, yeah. good luck coming back from that, because because like you said, I don't. It's got it's going to be a possible. And again, not not just Judge. I mean, there's a handful of guys, like you said, um, yeah. which I mean, that could really really you know, just derail the, and again, that's how you, I feel like that's how you shatter a clubhouse. You know, you just completely divide it. And, and I mean, that could be an ugly, ugly scene. So
1: the last few years, the team that's won the, the division was the team that just mopped the floor with the Orioles. Uh, I think I, pu- I pulled the numbers here just to rub it in a little bit to you. So the, uh the, the Rays went 18 and one against the Orioles last year, won the division. Yankees 17 and two and 19 won the division. The Red Sox 16 and three won the division. Seems like the four teams that at the top are going to beat up on each other, go about five hundred. Then whoever can win sixteen or seventeen against the the Orioles will take the, the division. Mm-hmm. Question is, can the Orioles not? Can the Orioles play more competitive baseball against the top teams in the division so that does not happen?
2: Yeah, I mean, again, I, I you I would hope so. It, it's tough because I'm looking at their pitching depth chart right now. It's John Means, you know, obviously the ace. I think John Meads is a very good pitcher too. I don't think he would be a number one on on many other teams, but I think he's a he's a very good pitcher. Sure. Um obviously I mean, we saw it, he he ha- he's had some good performances against the Yankees. He had the no hitter, should have been a perfect game last year. The drop off after that, Jordan Lyles, he's fine. And then the names Bruce Zimmerman, Zach Lowther, Tyler Wells, who was a closer last year. They're now stretching They're out to be them. a starter. Dean Kramer and Keegan Aiken. Four out of those five guys are, like, crossing your fingers, like, third inning. Just please get to the third. And it's, like, (laughs) against those lineups. I mean, Dean Kramer has been shelled by the Yankees. He's been abused by a lot of the other teams. Keegan Aiken took a no-hitter into the, um, the top of the seventh of a doubleheader, the first game of a doubleheader last year, versus Toronto. And they lost eleven to two. Oh, I remember lost. that. I remember that. Yeah, and it was, it was, it was the seven It was a seven inning game, right? Yep. It was seven inning he was game. Hitter. He was three no outs hitter, no hitter. And they put up an two.
1: eleven spot. I was like, I remember talking about that. I was like, that Blue Jays offense is just cruel.
2: I I had a, the blog written like, holy shit, Keegan Aiken just did what? And then I was like, I've never deleted a blog faster. Oh, you
1: should have posted it anyway.
2: <laughs> it's it's going to come down to those guys because, like you said, I mean, the the Orioles offense, it's fine. They're gonna get shut out by Cole. They're gonna get you know crapped on by Gosman. Um, you know Sale is gonna have a 14 strikeout game against them. It's it all just depends on on the pitchers and like, do I feel confident in Bruce Zimmerman holding down you know the Blue Jays? No. Do I feel confident in Dean Kramer going up against the Yankees? No. You know, no, not really. So yeah, it's, no, but the,
1: they played more competitive against the Yankees
2: last year. Yeah. What did like, what they? What they how, how, I, how I mean, they I'm won?
1: forgetting. I can pull up this, I, but but even like game to game. Um, it was just like it wasn't a cakewalk, which yeah. is what you'd expect it to be.
2: Yeah, and, and and the Yankees always seem to have a series in Baltimore. Eleven and eight, the Yankees went eleven and eight. Eleven and eight, which, yeah.
1: Which I mean, if the Orioles are going to be winning eight games against you, that's a huge difference. When the the team that won the division won only 18. lost one.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And again, I mean that that's what it came down to. I think for the wild right. card spot too. I think the Red yeah. Sox, you know, obviously the Red they Sox. They also played,
1: yeah, played them yeah, um, played them tough.
2: So yeah, I mean, I don't know. Can they play <clears throat> can they be more competitive? I hope so, because again, it they, these guys are some crap or get off the pot. Like you gotta start Bruce Zimmerman's. This is gonna be his third year. Zach Lather's in his second year. Dean Kramer came over in the Manny Machado trade and he led all of the minors in strikeouts when he was traded here. So it's like, all right, dude, that was twenty eighteen, like twenty twenty two now. We kind of gotta get this going. Um, so it, it's all gonna depend on the pitching staff and and yeah. it's it doesn't look pretty right now that's why I I wanted them to get a, a get a Chris Archer get a um Drew Smiley just a, a body who has been in the you know those those guys have both been in the AL East they kind of know what they're doing um they're not going to break the bank or anything they're not your biggest signings but I think they could bring something to a pitching staff and and I don't know but the pitching staff that's what it's going to come down to can they just be good enough to again not you turn on the game in the fourth and it's 11 to 3 Yankees and you're going all right we'll, get them tomorrow probably not but whatever (laughs) well that's the
1: thing about like you're it's it's a weird spot to be in as an organization because you're obviously building for the future you're not fooling anyone but you still want to put as competitive a product on the field as you can and if you sign a veteran starting pitcher that can just have a positive impact on the rest of the staff so if it's 10 million bucks to to pitch 170 innings of 4.4 era or whatever like yeah that's not exactly the best thing in the world but also could have just positive impacts in other ways.
2: Absolutely. I mean, the Andrew Kashner, you know, they, they made that signing a couple years ago and he was exactly that. They kind of they signed him when they thought they were competing. That 2018 year turned out to be awful. Yes, um, that
1: was when Machado was in.
2: Yeah, that, that was, they, they went for it one last time with Britton and Jones and Machado and Scope and Davis and, and, you know, a bunch of those guys. And they got all, I mean, it was just a horror. They No, they were in first place at the end of May and just absolutely dropped off the face of the earth. Um, So yeah, they unloaded all those guys, but they had you know, and Andrew Kashner, who was that guy, who was like, "Hey, he's he's not going to have an ERA ERA under three, but he's going to pitch 150 innings, hopefully." And you know, they they ended up moving him to the Sox for some prospects or whatever. Um, But yeah, you know, I mean, I would have really liked to see a veteran guy or two just to come in, and again, kind of like it's it's a young pitching staff. Again, you take away Means and Lyles, these guys are all in their mid twenties. I mean, they're, they're young guys, and and there's not a lot of I, there's not a lot of starts there, so I would have just liked to see someone like that come in again, just to kind of be like the just the the the, the rotation dad almost, like a yeah know, yeah yeah. Come to me with any questions, and I know again, I know Cashner was like that with a lot of the guys. I'm not like co-signing for Cashner to be like you know he's not Roger Clemens or anything, but I know he was really liked around the team. I just thought even like a Pineda, someone like that, sign him for eight million well, bucks. I don't know bucks. if Pineda is you know, going to be that. I was like, "Pineda
1: is not going to be the rotation dad."
2: Well, no, not the dad, but I was just like, "Again, he's a body. Get him in here. Yeah. Like, we need someone." And um, because
1: he's a former Yankee, he's good for a couple six inning um, no run starts against the Yankees.
2: Pretty much, yeah. And again, mm-hmm. I mean, sign me up for that any day. But yeah, yeah it, it's all going to come down to the pitching with this team, and and I just, it's, I hope it's enough to again be able to put up a fight because, like you said, they were competitive against the Yankees. It didn't seem like they were very competitive against the other squads as much. Yeah. Is, means is not going to be a trade candidate right like
1: they're hanging on to him
2: i would i would hope so um i think he's a free agent after 2024 um obviously they're so going now the would kind of be
1: when you get max value for him on the trade market
2: yeah but again it's like you he's almost that guy that you're like we dra- like he's the guy that you want in that rotation with grayson sure. rodriguez and dl hall and, you know, he maybe could be the veteran color. guy
1: for when the younger kids come up.
2: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like he he's I mean, he's already taken, you know, he's the the rotation dad, you know, kind of just by default. Um, and he just turns out to be really if it wouldn't surprise me if they got blown away with an offer, I think they would move him. Um, yeah. But I don't like and again, like like there was a conversation with Mullins, like, oh, the Orioles are looking to trade Cedric Mullins. And I was like, no, they're not looking to trade him. But if, but if if someone was going to give you something stupid for him, you got to listen to everything. I mean, you you know you should listen to anyone, especially a team like the Orioles. Um, so you know if someone came to them and we're like, hey, we'll give you our number two prospect, our number six prospect, and and nineteen, I think you probably think about it. I mean, the question again, that he, the, I was just going to say, he's got some years left, you know, controllable years. So exactly, that's what teams want.
1: But the the Orioles have to think, okay, Mullins and Means are those guys going to still be in their prime? when we are starting to compete. Because if they are, then hanging on to them makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. But if but if it's like, ah, well, maybe, maybe not. Maybe they're on the downswing, it's like, then you gotta
2: get something for him now. Strike while the iron's hot. Absolutely. Yeah. Um and that's kind of the situation they're in now with Trey. Like I'm, you know, buddies with him. I want him to be on the team forever. Yeah. But excuse me, there's a lot of he's his contract's up at the end of the year. There's a lot of NL teams who are still looking for DH's. Sure. So, you know, they're like, he's not he he turned 30 2 weeks ago. Like he's not going to they they off, they haven't even talked to him about an extension let alone offer him one. Um it's pretty clear that again he's not going to be here in 2 years, 3 years, next year. So people want to trade him and that's a whole different subject. But um you know, yeah, you got to look at means because again means is only I mean he, he's he's what is still relatively young too just like his playing career. Like he's I think he's you know, this is maybe his fourth year I think. So he's 28. I mean it, it wouldn't be unheard of for in two years, you know, pitcher at 30, still being able to produce and and, you know, pitch like he like he's shown again, because he's he doesn't have a lot of wear and tear in that arm. um, So and and Mullins is kind of the same thing. Mullins. I mean, he's had his, you know, he's played plenty of games, but last year was his first really full year. It was his, it was his breakout year. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the 30, 30, year was unbelievable. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he's still he's relatively young, even for how old he is, which is not very old. So, yeah, I mean, I, I would love, again, he's 27. I would love for them to offer him an extension, buy out his arbitration years, and again, like, kind of make him almost almost like the Kevin Kiermaier. Like, yeah. you, you know, he's going to be in center field. You know what you're going to get from him. And, again, he's kind of just that leader. So it, it'll be interesting to, again, see if, I, I, I posted on my Instagram today, like, oh, you know, John Means, opening day starter, they announced it today. And my buddy texted me and said, you know, can't wait to, for him to be in a Phillies uniform, you know, right after the trade deadline. And I was like, oh. Well, <laughs> Again, if they if they want to send over some prospects, like yeah, I could see it. I don't think they're going to go out and be like, hey, we're we're openly shopping, you know, John Means. So
1: right. So R- Rushman's dealt with an injury we were talking beforehand a couple of weeks ago, and you said it was about a two or three week injury. Going to uh, see him at the end of the month, or is it going to be mid season?
2: I I think it's definitely sooner rather than later. Um, I everything I've heard. And like have talked to people about, they said, it's just like, it's very, everything is very, very, very precautionary. Like he just woke up with like a little tricep soreness after a, um, I think after one of their like split squad scrimmages or whatever. Um, and it was like, there's no pain. There's no shooting pain. There's been no, Hey, he's talking to Dr. James Andrews or he's, you know, we haven't heard any PRP forearm soreness, elbow soreness. There's been nothing like that. They simply had said just the tricep strain, which Again, either the Orioles are very good at downplaying things or it's like, hey, guys, this really is not a big deal. Again, they're just taking extreme precaution with them. Um, I think we could see them middle of April, maybe. I, I know, so I think the Orioles have, they open in Tampa. They come home, I believe, for, yeah, they they open in Tampa, come home for the Brewers. I think they play the Yankees.
1: They play the Yankees mid-April, like April 16th
2: or something. Yeah, 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 So so... So they oh so they go on the West Coast trip and then they they play the Yankees I believe yeah 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 on the on the like last leg of that call, and then they play them I think a week call them up call them up for the Yankees game get, I get said his feet I wet. I was like maybe I think that they're going to keep him out of that the, the West Coast trip again young kid sure just keep him home you know because it's Oakland it's L A just you know the second the first road series basically second of the season um I think we'll definitely see him by that that Yankees game I know J.J. was talking about coming down for that. We figured out today that it was Easter. So he was like, I either have to not drink <laughs> and then take an eight thirty train back to Balt, or you know to Jersey the next morning. So I don't think that's gonna happen. But yeah, yeah I think we definitely if I would be shocked, shocked if he's healthy and, and they don't and we don't see him by the, the March or April twenty fifth, something like that's that. That's an
1: like, exciting thing though. When a top prospect is called up, it kind of seems like, oh, how exciting can that be? I was at Aaron Judge's first game. Mm-hmm. Okay. That shit was exciting. Oh so, man! who, so who, who did, did he hit,
2: who was it else? Tyler Wade.
1: Tyler Wade and him went back to back. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was like hundred and five degrees. Yep. In, in the Bronx, it was it was miserable. Mm-hmm. Like I, I barely watched the game unless Aaron Judge was hitting. I was yeah. like, I just want to see these guy's at bats, and then I want to be dousing myself in Bud Light.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I remember I remember when the Orioles called up Matt Weiders, and they called a press conference the night before to announce that they were calling up Matt Weider, <laughs> and that was like. Again, the Orioles were dog shit, and I just remember like texting everyone, being like, "Oh my god, this is like again." You don't call a press conference to be like, "Hey, we're calling up a prospect tomorrow." It's just like that doesn't happen. Um, And again, especially on a bad team. So yeah, I mean, people are are excited, and and if that when that happens when they call him up, it's people were even saying like, if the Orioles were smart, they wouldn't bring him up on opening day; they would bring him up the next day. Or you're not not Orioles sell opening more day. tickets exactly because you're gonna yeah. get a sellout on opening day. Boom! Now you got to sell out the next day, and it's like, yeah. hey, you want to have some fun? Call up Grayson Rodriguez the next day. That's like how that's a stack prospects back to back to back.
1: That's a that's a dick move to call the kid up on on. The the second after the, opening day, yeah. like at least make it a couple of weeks into the season, and then yeah. you can kind of fudge it. Like, oh, it was all part of the plan, ex-
2: exactly. And like, that's what like when this happened, everyone was like, oh, now they can hold them down to manipulate service time or whatever, you know. Which I, I still that. don't know how it's affected with the new CBA. I'm no <laughs> good.
1: Clue. Luck trying to figure. It. You need you need to you need to be a rocket scientist. To yeah, like I, out. like I I got all have the different
2: re- rules. Something Boris said about it, which I'm sure he used <laughs> some like hilarious pun to like com- ex- er, to compare it to something. But yeah, <laughs> my I mean, understanding is that it's slightly
1: more detrimental to manipulate service time but teams are still going to do it because the, the draft is only so valuable and mm-hmm. it's not like we're talking about a top nfl or a top nba pick like you're yeah. not getting lebron james in, in the mlb draft yeah so they're still going to manipulate
2: service time pretty much and again until someone's like heavily penalized that's just how it's going to be yeah. um but no i mean people are excited his his debut will be a massive debut and it, if the Orioles were smart they wouldn't do it against the yankees because of how many of those tickets are already sold the Yankees fans. Like, that would just, I mean, well, that would actually, not be a very good idea if you ask me. Saw,
1: I saw on Twitter they're doing, for the 30th anniversary of Camden Yards, they're doing, like, 1992 ticket prices, and yep. the Yankees are one of those games.
2: Yeah, which is very surprising because yeah. the, the Yan- it used to be, the, like, the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Nationals, and the Phillies, basically, you know, the four closest teams, Um, were, I guess, prime prices or whatever. So, sure. you know, a bleacher seat. You know, I'm, I usually sit in center field for $19 when they're playing uh, the Rays. But when the Yankees are in town, it, those are like $55 tickets, which, yeah. again, I get it. You got to do that. But, yeah, I was very surprised at that. They're doing the – I think you get in the building for $4. Um, I think That's center awesome. field was like $10. bucks. they are doing $1.75 hot dogs. So, again, it's like you you got to be dumb not to take advantage of that. And I'm sure Yankees fans are going to flood down there for it.
1: Oh, yeah. They definitely will, <laughs> because you 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 can't get half a beer for four dollars. I was going to say you're
2: going to spend like more on hot dogs than you will for yeah. your ticket. Yeah. Um. So you you already said your prediction.
1: I I've been asking all the people we're doing uh, previews with for the predictions, but you've already you've already said that the Blue Jays are winning the division.
2: Yeah, I, I I think they're very good. Um. Again, with the arms they've added, you know, and then it's like, oh, by the way, we're just going to trade for Matt Chapman at eight a.m. like a random morning. I'm yeah. like getting ready to take my daughter to daycare, and it's like, oh yeah. By the way, Chapman's a, a Blue Jay now.
1: And then, like, like an hour sick. later, there's reports like, oh, they might also go after Jose Ramirez. I'm yeah, like,
2: no, yeah, and, no. And the, but that and that was still like, oh, and guess what? They're still checking in on Freddie Freeman too. It's like, what yeah. the hell? What are we doing? Like, what are the Blue Jays <laughs> like? They're they're just. They're going to win every home game because, again, no one can play up there.
1: Um, (laughs) That is an X factor I kind of just realized as I was talking through it
2: that could mean the difference in the division. 100%. But, but yeah, I I think it's Blue Jays. Again, it wouldn't surprise me if I thought the Red Sox were going to be awful last year, too. And, obviously, they surprised a lot of people. Um, It wouldn't surprise me if any of those teams finish in any of of the orders. But I, I think. Like like the the Blue Jays lineup is the lineup I'm least looking forward to to playing when I play the show tonight at like twelve fifteen when it automatically downloads. But it's just they just got hitters everywhere, and again it's like oh by the way Vlad lost another thirty pounds and he's still hitting tanks. Um, you know they're just other than the Dodgers. I mean
1: they're probably second best lineup in baseball behind the Dodgers.
2: Yeah, but at least like with me I'm like I don't we don't got to worry about the Dodgers. Like I I'll watch no just
1: for just for rank just rank like how ranking the lineups or and the you, dodgers like, have
2: like a top 5 10 lineup of all time it seems they, like.
1: they, they have all-stars at every position it doesn't yeah. make sense yeah somehow the dodgers spend the most money also have the most prospects yeah and somehow still feel like a all-star team every it's like
2: they year. they probably haven't drafted above i don't know 25th or whatever in 15 years and they still end up with like, oh, somehow they just get, you know, Dustin May and they get all these guys who are just it's, filthy, filthy people. So
1: it's another reason why I feel like player development is just as important as the actual place you're picking in the draft, which mm-hmm. is why teams aren't going to give a shit if their draft picks are lost. It's still about player development yep. when you're talking about baseball for the most part. And clearly the Dodgers have that figured out.
2: Yeah. They, and the again, Rays have that figured out. They, to the two teams. I mean, again, one spends a ton of money, one doesn't really, but. They they will develop you and I into like at least a triple A all star at minimum triple <laughs> A all star.
1: All right, Eric. Well, very fun to talk to you. Um, and yeah, have have fun watching baseball this season. We'll see if the Orioles can pull their weight against the rest of the division.
2: I if the Orioles win more games than they lose against the Yankees, I will consider that a winning season and will petition to get a banner hung in Camden Yards, like 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 a like a wild card banner or like a you know a division title it's
1: like when the Colts hung like AFC, AFC participant standard. or whatever participant. Yeah, it's participant,
2: participant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll right. get I'll get working on that but yeah let's hope let's hope they can be more competitive again I mean if if the entire division could just be competitive I think that would be awesome but I again we're a couple years away but we're getting there hopefully when we're doing this podcast in two years I have a little bit of a different tone
0: yeah <laughs> all right thanks man yep For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: Okay, surprise, we're back because Eric just dropped a bomb on me, which I don't know how the hell I missed this. The Orioles have adjusted Camden Yards and is not going to be a bandbox potentially anymore. They moved the left field wall back 27 feet and they put a 13 foot mini green monster
2: out there. Mm-hmm. This is big news, dude. It's again, I told you that's been arguably the biggest news of the offseason for for the Orioles. People are pissed. People are not happy. And Why are I'm, they pissed? Because they're like, just and again, I love Camden Yards. I, I've, I love it. I wanted to get married there. I've been to weddings there. I have spent. I have been to hundreds of games there. People are like, You can't you can't do this to a wall. You can't move it back. You do it <laughs> to wall? World. It's like, dude, it's it's a fucking wall. It's a wall. Who cares? <laughs> and because and again, so Mike Elias and 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 Sig My Dell, who run Elias is the GM Sig My Dell yep. is his his BFF, best buddy analytics guy. They're like, we ran all the numbers, we did all this stuff. If we move it back this far, it cuts home runs down by this, it cuts, you know, runs down by this. Um they're like hopefully again, nobody wants to come. It's impossible to get this probably goes back to what we were talking about. Getting free agent pitchers to come to Baltimore is sure. awful. It's it's tough because again, who wants to come and pitch in July in Camden Yards against the Yankees and the Blue Jays and the Red Sox when balls are flying out to left field? Has so, it ever been
1: adjusted from the time it was built?
2: There was at one time they actually moved home plate back. They moved the oh. wall, the 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 backstop back and home plate back. And then they, like a year later, they just moved it back. And we're like, ah, just oh. fr- forget we ever did that. Just kidding. Like, yeah, screw it. Forget it. Like, they just hit the undo button. um But no, I mean, this is, it's basically, it's the biggest renovation they've done um since Camden Yards opened, you know, I'm 30 years a, ago.
1: I'm looking at a diagram. So mm-hmm. it, it's going to jut out from the left field pole. Yep. And the wall's going to be higher. But then does it
2: jump back in where the it's, bullpen is? It's a right starts? angle. Th- that bullpen is staying right there. And it's a right angle. And that's what people are worried about. That's a and little people, weird. They're like, someone's going to get killed. DJ Stewart's going to get his head taken off. Austin Hayes is going to get a concussion. Right, everyone
1: calmed down. Houston had a hill in center field
2: for, for two decades, and no one broke their ankles. So that, and then I will also say, go look at Pittsburgh Stadium. Go look at PNC Park. They have the I- identical setup there. And I'm oh, yeah. like, literally my response to everyone, when people are like, this is so dangerous, someone's going to get hurt. And I go, when was the last time you heard of someone running into the wall in Pittsburgh in that left field? Fancy Park is very similar. It's not as much of a ninety degree angle, but they still have like that wall, the wall right next to uh, the yeah, bullpen. Oh yeah, I see it. And it's like even Houston is kind of flipped, and you um, know where what do they call it? The um what box do they call that? Like the left field that that comes in a- Crawf- Crawford box, something like that. And it's like again, that's kind of it, it's I, I get why because again, it's more in center field, so you got a guy coming full head of steam that way. Um, but yeah, people are not happy because. They don't. They say it's the best ballpark in the country. You don't. You don't repaint the Mona Lisa because you don't like the way her hair looks. And I'm like, guys, listen, Chill it's out. a fucking wall. If it helps us get a pitcher in a couple of years and they get they end up winning the World Series, that's fine. Like that's that's okay. That's what we want. And well, like, it's not like Michael Elias and and the guys just came out of nowhere being like, I, do you want to move the wall back? Yeah, sure, let's do it. And like, flip the coin, being like, ah, twenty seven feet like they, they That's a
1: significant um that's a significant th- because so many home runs land in those first five or six rows in left field 100%
2: and there's a lot where again you guys have seen where it's like oh that's that ball that's a pop up and it's like oh yeah. no oh oh it's it's just like right field kind of at Yankee Stadium where you're like that's not yeah. can it is it going yeah guys oh, guys get jammed and it deep. somehow
1: finds the second row you're like okay
2: yep. I guess that's a home run and and it also one of their other reasons was again they have Ryan Mountcastle, who's a big, powerful right-handed hitter. Besides, for that, Trey Mancini, obviously, he is—he has a ton of power. He may only be here another year. I think nine out of their top ten hitting prospects are all left-handed or switch-hand or switch hitters. So it's like that—they're not losing much because again, it's like Ryan Mountcastle has enough power to muscle a ball twenty-seven more feet. You know, yeah. that's like—I think when it comes down to it, it's really not that. Like it's and Launch degree of like one percent or something like that, where it's like, oh, now it's a home run or whatever. Yeah, but a lot of their guys are lefties or switch hitters. Adley's a switch hitter, you know, Kyle Stowers is the left left handed guy. Um, some of the guys that they're looking at drafting are left handed. I'm sure that's going to play into it. Heston Kerstad, you know, these guys are all left handed. Um, so that's going to play into it. And they're again, they're like, if it keeps the judge or t- a home run or two or three in, you know, this season, that's a win. Like, this, this is why they're doing it. So that's. That's arguably been the biggest news of the offseason. And again, the amount of times I've gotten into fights with like grown adults. I had someone tell me I'm not rooting for the Orioles because they moved the wall back. And it's like, yes. all right, dude. So if I see you at the parade, I'm punching you yep. square in the face. Because it's again, just... it's a wall. Like, you, you, don't, but you don't get see, upset about this. They're sports doing fans it to are...
1: Sports fans are inherently irrational, and and that's just the most irrational you can possibly be. It's just it like, works. oh, I'm not rooting for the team because they're moving the wall back. I, I literally, hey. I'm
2: like, it's concrete. Like you're mad at concrete right now. <laughs> like, oh, how, how, well, how am I supposed to get a ball? How, how am, am I supposed to get a ball? Hang out with Zach Campbell before the game. Like, what do you want yeah. me to tell you, dude? Like, again, the if only they win a way game...
1: I will grant you being mad is if you had season tickets in the front row in left field, and now so you're that... further back. Then I'd be like, okay, you can be a little mad.
2: Yeah, and it's like, again, I mean, I don't, I, I know, and I think they compensated those people in the, you know, either with sure. you you have season tickets here or, you know, wherever. But I, I I know they did something with that. But, again, it's like, guys, if it helps, again, look at all the right-handed power bats in this in this division. Like, if it helps keep some of them in and it helps bring some pitchers, that's good for, the, for Baltimore. That's what we want. Like, this is why they're doing it. So, again, the fact, I mean, they backed it up with every stat that they have, and they're like, they literally have a stat where it's like, here's how many John Means home runs would not have been home runs. Here's how many, you know, um, Tyler Wells pitches would not have been home runs last year and stuff like that. So they've backed it up with some cool data. And again, I'm I'm like, why do you not? People like want it to fail. I'm like, why do you want it? Why do you want it to fail? Like you, you're rooting against your favorite team. Like what is going on? Again, their sports fans are so irrational. They're mad over a wall and they're like, I hope the Orioles never win a game this year. <laughs> All right, dude, sick.
1: When the new Yankee Stadium opened and pop-ups were leaving at an alarming rate, I was like, push the ball back. This is not cool. <laughs> like, yeah. At least and- the old Yankee Stadium, it felt like you still had to hit the ball like far. Like mm-hmm. you had to hit it hard to get a home run. And like, yeah, you'd have pop-up home runs right down the right field line. But now at the new Yankee Stadium, you got pop up home runs
2: to right center field. I'm just yeah. like, this is stupid, guys. Mullins hit a couple like that. I remember last year. I'm like, Oh, that's almost at the judge's box. Like, that's 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 out there.
1: I can't tell you how many times, and, you know, CC Sabathia loved him, but he wore his heart on his sleeve. He would just throw he would just throw his head back like, you gotta be kidding me.
2: Yeah, and again, as a pitcher, like, why would you want to pitch in a ballpark like that? Again, I, obviously, Camden pitching for the Yankees is different. But it's like, if you're, again, if it can help get free agent pitchers being like, hey, man, if, if we didn't move the wall back, here's how many home runs you would have given up in Camden Yards last year. But like, hey, we moved it back. You're only giving up eight home runs at home or something like that, you know, yeah. pretty good. And again, it's, it's, the this weather, the news. teams you play, and again the, the level of competition on the pitching mound. If, it, like if this. it helps improve. I think it's. I think it's a win. So I,
1: I like this. I love. I love. Uh, I mean, ballparks just because they're all kind of unique. It's just mm-hmm. so much cooler than all other sports where everything is the exact same size. Yeah. So this this is cool shit. I'm glad we got on to talk about this.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's going to be neat. Again, it'll be weird seeing it in 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 you know with my own two eyes. But I'm. I'm all for it. I, I hope it brings them, again, nothing but success because that's that's why they're doing it. So. All
1: right. Thanks again. Yep. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the Bronx Pinstripe Show. Make sure you find us on iTunes and subscribe so you can get all new episodes directly onto your phone. If you do like the show, we'd love for you to take a minute and give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It really helps us out and allows us to create more shows. We're on Twitter at Bronx Pinstripes, and the same on Facebook. You can always find us there talking Yankee baseball. Thanks again, guys, for your support. Really appreciate it, and go Yankees.